listen to subscribe to the table of truth on itunes spotify stitcher and google podcasts welcome everybody to the table of truth this is your man cam with me as always is it's josh the quiz arts how to rock <laughs> as well as <laughs> it's the professor d and bringing up the rear. Actually, hold on. Slowed up. New challenger has arrived. So, yeah. but before I say that, also as you talking to me? Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to crash. <laughs> nah. I was like, "Who's who's next?" Uh, yeah, I'm I'm coming in via satellite from the car, just picking up my daughter. So <laughs> I'm gonna cut in and out real quick. But this is the other cam. Uh, darkest member of the crew just checking in, <laughs> tapping in. What's up, y'all? And also, special guests coming in all the way from Long Beach, California. What up, Dwayne? Oldie but goodie. What up, y'all? And uh, we're here. We're gonna give a we all we've all seen Doctor Strange and the multitude multiverse of madness, multitude of madness, the multitude multi- of madness, <laughs> multi- multitude of the mer- multiverse of the madness, the M's, the M's, the M's, M O M, mom. So we all wanted to uh, drop in and chime in on it. And uh, is that Sage in the background? <laughs> that is Sage in the background. He's like, I watched you. <laughs> exactly. He's like, he she snuck me in. It was it was PZ thirteen, so I could watch it. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I I get the mic on mute for a couple seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah. So we all watched Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange two. Um. Just off the bat, basically, it's based. This is going to be a spoiler pod, so if you haven't watched it, turn it off and go watch it. Come back. Um, two, if you watch Doctor Strange one and then you're not watching Doctor Strange two, they don't really connect. So good luck. <laughs> but yeah. if you didn't watch One Division, if you didn't watch Loki, if you didn't watch pretty much everything else, yeah, basically. you're kind of screwed. <laughs> and I think. I would say for this one, I laugh because this was one of those swings where Marvel was like, look, this is speci- this is specifically for people that watch our shit. If you do not watch our shit, then A. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah. Wait, is that a good or bad thing, though? Well, what are you going to talk about that? And that's, the question, and that's the question I was going to pose to all of you is this movie is clearly for people that have watched everything. And so, and so if this Knowing that, and you guys have watched most of everything or all of it, you know, I've watched all of it. Most of you guys have, but do you guys think that was a good thing or a bad thing? We'll start with Dwayne and kind of go around. Uh, it depends. Like that movie made 200 million. So I'm assuming it is a good thing. Uh, I had to, I had to like give my girl a rundown on it because she didn't watch the shows. <laughs> so I'm like, here, there's a YouTube video, catch up, watch this. So I feel if you, if you're going to go see those comic book movies, you're already invested. It's not something where you're coming in brand new, not knowing what you're stepping into. So Doctor Strange is a character from other films, Wanda, Scarlet Witches. So, yeah, I think it's a good thing. You you, you should you should do your homework before you walk into the theater. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Josh? I would say little column, a, little column A, little column B. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I agree with Dwayne. You know, uh, it... it at this point, it's uh, the the universe is designed to be connected. If you've watched a couple of Marvel movies, you figure that out. This most likely isn't anybody's first foray into 
watching a Marvel movie. The likelihood that they're that this that this movie has brought in brand spanking new fans is pretty slim. I mean, it's possible, but it probably is pretty slim. So if you're in, you're in. And if you're doing it piecemeal, that's your own fault. <laughs> let, me, let me let me chime in real quick before Sage interrupt. Uh, if Doctor Strange is your first Marvel movie, you're doing it wrong. One hundred percent. Yeah, because that's a lot to take in. There's a lot of nuance, um, and like you guys mentioned earlier, there is a lot of little nuggets that if you weren't invested in the other shows, you would completely miss, which enhances the the movie going experience for this particular film. So, like, I think you have to be invested. Like you guys said, if you're not invested by now, like, you're going to be missing out on so much. But for this particular movie, I think you have to be invested in the earlier work and the little little uh, nods to the other earlier shows and little uh, TV series on Disney Plus to actually get what's going on for the next buildup of whatever they're getting in the future. Yeah, definitely. And uh, D, what are you saying? Uh, it's hard for me to say that it's a good thing. I don't know if being from a purely cinematic perspective and from the business of cinema, from business of cinema, it was clearly it didn't matter because as, as Dwayne pointed out, it it made 200 million. So from a business perspective, there's nothing wrong with it. I think from just from staying with the Marvel franchise, I'm of two minds. I think that like you guys said, you you don't want to just come in the middle as a casual viewer and watch that because that's not the agreement that I think the audience, this audience has made with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The understanding is that you're along the way for <clears throat> the, com- the whole total journey ride. So you follow all these characters from one movie, TV show to the next offering. But I think one of the things that is not taken into consideration is that that's a lot of expectation on, on any audience. So um, if you're, I'll give you an example. I went, took my nephew to see that and he's watched a fair, he's 13 years old. He's watched a fair share of the Marvel movies and TV series, but at the same time, he was still totally just not into Dr. Strange because of, of how, much of everything else was put into it and things that, you know, his teenage uh, mind are not going to put together in that way. So, and that becomes a contradictory contradiction because those movies are marketed and made for his age group. (laughs) So, so that's why I say, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm of two minds, but um, I think, if they didn't like Doctor Strange. Sorry, Dad, I'm gonna cut you well, off, but maybe maybe the character didn't resonate with him. You know what I mean? It could like say the character was more. That could it, be it too. It could be that. I didn't really get too further into why he didn't get into the movie, but it could be that Doctor Strange, and I think that's the case that the Doctor Strange is his least favorite character. So I don't know. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's good. I think it's working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I was 13, I definitely wasn't into Doctor Strange. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, it was like it was kind of a not I don't want to say throwaway character, but not one that mm-hmm. I would actually seek out. Like I'm like, oh, he's around. Yeah, I like he's around. I had a book when I was 13, but I just yeah, wasn't. He probably in- did. He's pretty he much consistent. Yeah, he did have a consistent book. And I would say um, the other thing aspect of it, too, was this was uh, Marvel's first foray into horror, air quotes, mm-hmm. as uh, I, 
Yeah, I, I am I am not a fan of horror films. D is a great <laughs> fan of horror films. And I was kind of like, oh, so this is Disney horror? All right. Like, that's cool, man. That's kind of underwhelmed. I mean, I take it back. I didn't realize. So one thing was I forgot that Sam Raimi was uh, directing it. And so when I when I watched it, so then when Bruce Campbell popped up, then I was like, oh, that's right. And then once that once that hit, then I started to see the uh, Evil Doe references the fish yeah. through the floor, um, the, the limping. The of, uh, yeah, the camera yeah. view. Yeah. Right. The face, yeah, the possession. Oh, yeah. The face. Yep, yeah, all yeah. that. So that part. So then so on that respect, I actually I think I enjoyed the Sam Raimi-ness of it more than the actual horror aspect of it. Um, Yo, Cam, not to, not to cut you off real quick, but you said this was Marvel's first foray into it. Then they have like a scary movie about the like mutant kids or something that Fox had put out. Oh yeah, they did New Mutants and that bombed horrible. I, I think he meant MCU Disney because that yeah. was before the the transmission over right. to uh, yeah, yeah, that was Fox. Too. Yeah, so the, so there's been Marvel horror, quote unquote. But yeah, you're right. That, the New Mutants one was supposed to be kind of like a more, uh, which I still haven't seen. I don't know if I ever will. But um, yeah. <laughs> I tried. I tried the first five minutes and I was like, "Lord Jesus!" Well, don't you, you said you saw everything. <laughs> it's the one thing I haven't seen. I... One thing. It's the one thing. Um, I would say um, about speaking to the horror aspect is that Sam Raimi is more known for in horror what's called trans uh, trans uh, fast phantasmagoria, not trans, but phantasmagoria, and that's more about the sort of physical metamorphosis transformation combined with the supernatural, which mm-hmm. I think you saw a lot of that in the in Doctor Strange and that story opened itself up for a lot of that, even though a lot of those sort of the supernatural in the MCU is, is super undefined. It still visually looked good. Yeah. I, I think that's the one thing I think like it was Doc Strange kind of succeeded at least in the, in uh, expanding the world a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of Marvel. So like now you understand that, okay, there is more of a, a multiverse. We got, we got some magic going on and over here. Yeah. Um, and then also you have, um, like you said, a little bit of the gore and uh, um, that kind of stuff. I think the parts that I thought were kind of silly Whereas um, we were talking about this before, but it was like the Darkhold and the Book of Ashanti were just these MacGuffins that were just kind of like there. Like the dark, like the Book of Ashanti is in the comics is a big deal. Like this yeah, is a as thing. The like, yeah, right. as a Darkhold. But then the way this was in, it was just kind of like some book, rip out the page, stab it with the with the knife, and then that was about it. And it was just it made it so underwhelming and so like uh very just like whatever that it didn't really do anything that like to have the prominence of what it actually was. Cause I think for me. Mm-hmm. Doc Strange, um, the book recently, I think it was maybe 2010, 2011, Jason Aaron did a run on Doctor Strange, and he basically kind of made you care about the character. And Jason Aaron is really good. He's also the one that did a, a lot of the um, Thor stories that's going to um, that's gonna be referencing in the next Thor, um, Love yes, and Thunder. Lord. And Jason Aaron is really good at taking characters that you're kind of like whatever about and then giving you a story that says, yo, this character actually is worth paying attention to. And I thought they started to bring a little bit of that into Doctor Strange, too. But then there was not enough to really get you in there, like kind of like what your nephew was saying, where, you know, if you didn't really care about Doctor Strange, you'd watch this and be like, oh, that's cool. But you didn't really like, oh, man, Doctor Strange is a lot better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I walked away with a little bit of a different experience. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it a ton. I, I had a lot of fun. fun. I thought it was funny. I thought you know the Sam Raimi elements that made that make Sam Raimi movies uh, were sprinkled in there. It wasn't poured on heavy. It was sprinkled. Um, 
it was the, as I refer to it, light beer, like uh, Sam Raimi light beer. <laughs> um, but it was good. It was a, I, I thought it was a I thought it was a well done movie. I like the the deep Marvel cuts. Wonder Gore Mountain for crying out loud! That was like cool. that's really cool. a deep, deep deep Marvel cut. Yeah. I feel like stuff like that sort of made the movie for me. Yeah, and I think it was funny because I was thinking about the um, the the cameos and stuff because I was like, okay, it's gonna be multiverse. Who are they gonna bring in to you know do that? And it was funny because when uh, Professor X rolled in, I was kind of like, oh, cool. And then, but with the but when Kazansky was freaking uh, Reed Richards, I was like, yo, okay. I was more hype about that than I was Professor X, honestly. Yeah, not um, often does fan cat well self casting. Uh, we've seen yeah. it. It's, it yeah, we've seen it uh, happening a lot recently. With, yeah, starting with Ryan Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, yep. Shang Chi, uh, Shang Chi. Um, now with John Krasinski as as Reed Richards. Oh, uh, the Witcher. Yep, uh, Witcher as well. Henry Cavill, like. Ah. I'm not mad at that trend because at least people, the individuals who are in the role of the characters want to be there and they, and they, right, yeah. and they, they're willing to put themselves out there for it. And, and Krasinski's a really capable actor. I hope he, they keep him in that, hey, in that role. I watched his, uh, um, what was it? Uh, what's on Amazon? Yeah, uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Yo, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I was, I, I was really like in two seasons. I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, yo, man, yep. he could do action. Like he was solid. Like I, I did yep. not expect it to be even close to what it was. And I was like, oh, because you know, Jim's doing action. I was like, oh, he's <laughs> really surprisingly talented. Uh, his his two films, A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place Two, are pretty remarkably directed and made horror. Absolutely. Film groundbreaking like really out there and worked like it's just one of the most talked about horror series in the last 10 20 years and i was surprised i was like from jim from the office (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i laugh at horror now because most of it is just jump scares and like yeah yeah american horror but but I gotta tell you, like you, you hit the nail right on the head. A Quiet Place is probably one of the best horror thriller mm. movies of the last ten years, maybe yeah. more, probably twenty for me. And so, one of the most original, I think, absolutely. In terms and, of and, Hollywood can get. Yeah, <laughs> using the the use of audio as an engineer, the use of audio in that film wow. or lack of audio, yeah. is just absolutely phenomenal i'm so mad that i did not get to see the original the the first quiet place in a theater oh you should have thought you (laughs) i know know. it was amazing damn yeah and so so now with that talk about the horror aspect of it um there's a little bit of a hubbub where people were like yo this should have been a rated r film pg-13 and like i was like "Eh." i mean wait why do we care so and then uh, that's the reason why i bring it up because for a disney type of film who doesn't do r and all that kind of stuff because and honestly this goes actually goes back to disney's acquisition of fox um there was already talks. This is back when I was working at Marvel that they were figuring out a way to make a separate section of um, of their streaming service for their more adult content because they have they have a ton of it because of the acquisition of Fox and all their old stuff. And then I was actually curious to see what this would get in terms of rating wise because you know most of their stuff, like you said, are made for thirteen year old kids. And yeah. like and this one, it looked like it was yeah exactly. 
Um, but Ramey got to push up to the limit as far as they can, and that's him being late. <laughs> I think speaking on the rating situation is that what it would take to make have made that film rated R was more guts and gore in a sec, in parts like, for example, when she kills Black Bo. If his head had completely exploded, then it would have been okay. Now we need to up the rating to little kids might find this disturbing. Peggy Carter, when she got cut in half. It was implied violence. Yeah, exactly. We know what happened, but we didn't see it. So <laughs> it's funny hearing Disney has this long stance on like being quote unquote for kids. And we know Disney's dark history of slipping yes. stuff in cartoons and movies and whatnot. Yes. Yes. Um, with that said, Wanda was running around like Pop doing the most. And it was kind of like, uh, you know, you got like, money for wars, but can't feed the poor. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was, they, they use a strategy in Greek theater where you don't see the, the thing happening in front of you. You see it in shadow form. Mm-hmm. And it's implied, you get the gist of what's going on. Um, it's a similar technique when we watch fighting movies. Born Identity, for example, right. they don't actually show you the punch being thrown and hit. It's just like camera tricks, right? It's editing. Yeah, so and it's kind of like Disney has this slick technique or Sam Raimi has a slick technique to push the envelope of mm-hmm. showing you implicit violence because this was kind of gory. Like, yeah. out of all the Marvel movies... It was uh, the most... Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we saw Thanos literally break Loki's neck. <clears throat> you know, we saw some things happen, but like it wasn't like, dang, this one. I was like, yo, they really pushing the limits <laughs> of like the violence. Rich was in front of us, like they yeah. hurt them into like Plato when they came back when he left. Like this one is like, nah, mm-hmm. no one's coming back to life. Yeah, no yeah. Oh, disintegrated yeah. Doctor, uh, version of Doctor Strange with his voice. So like, yeah, they were def- and they showed that full. Yeah. Film. But again, yeah. there's a difference between showing the viscera, the viscera of a human body being broken down to its molecular stuff. Versus showing what looks like some ethereal wind, and then they just disappear. They're, I, they're I, think, I think the argument for people is you've never seen that before in any other movies. So with this one, they they push the envelope a little bit more. So that's why people are like, oh, like, all right, we've seen people die before, but not like this. So I think that's why mm-hmm. people, even when I left, I was like, damn, that was PG thirteen. Hey, like, are I we know gonna, it was, but are we gonna like, have shit. Disney After Dark type of like? Stuff? <laughs> Basically, I mean, they have it now. Yeah, I mean, Punisher. Yeah, yeah, because Punisher, there is no. It's on Disney. Oh, yep. Same. Right, and that's clear cut explicit violence. Whereas, yeah. who it is? Whereas with Doctor Strange, the technique and the amount of what we're seeing has changed, or it's up the ante, but it hasn't given us that one thing or those few things that we need to make it a rated R film. Other than Wait, that, I, I'm sorry, hold on. I just saw Dwayne's last name. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. Earlier. I was like, Mordo. <laughs> black is, yo, touche, touche. Josh, Josh is a uh, black, was it Blackagar, uh, Boltiger? Blackagar, Boltiger. Boltiger. AKA Captain Pike. Yo. But, so I think the so you know without the you know the gore and stuff so now 
as the the quote unquote twist of Wanda being the villain, I actually enjoyed that aspect of it because like one, Wanda is way too OP in the MCU. Like it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Like her powers are just off the charts. And I was like, so what are you going to do with them? So it was interesting to see that thing. I already saw a bunch of the think pieces about why about it and blah, blah, blah. But why, I actually, what? why, what? about why because like they're basically saying like oh the way they wrote her was like this tortured woman that is uh, like would do anything to save her children and blah 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 and that's like um it's a it's a trope it's ter- no yeah this is all these things that misses the point though, that misses the point, though. Exactly. I, I, I joked about that but it's more it's more about the amount of things that she's lost and there was yeah. something that that spoke to that which is the fact that she got blamed even before that Going back to Civil War, she would get blamed for a lot of things. Doctor Strange has done a lot of things, yeah. <laughs> and he it as a hero. So I thought that that was a really good mythology point that she made. Is like, you know, how is it fair that I do these things and I'm looked at as a villain, but you you do this stuff, these type things, breaking. You just broke the multiverse, like, <laughs> and you're, like you're a hero. He's like, yeah, but I'm a I'm a cis white man. That's that's just what we do. <laughs> so, so let me let me figure something out. This is something that I couldn't figure out. So she lost vision. How come she didn't snap in? Was she did she get snapped in the the Thanos snap or was yeah. she around? Ooh, yeah, she did. She did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was like, she wasn't there. Vision should have been the catalyst for her going op. Yeah, outside of the kid, but it was yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the kids, and so she, and then she manifest, and then and so that's the interesting part where like in comic book lore. That's one thing where I thought that was an I'm interesting just thing. They, by, that was the one thing about WandaVision. Like, I wasn't a fan of the whole series that I, I, just for whatever. But the one thing I thought that was dope was they did bring that aspect of it where she literally creates her kids and then she loses them. And that's what kind of drives her crazy in the comics. And then mm-hmm. yeah, but she it, can't sustain the illusion of having had children because she can't have children. Yeah. And so I thought that was bringing that into the into the actual MCU was actually a pretty smart thing to do because the loss of children is a, a heavy thing, which mm-hmm. makes sense for you to fucking go batshit crazy and try to kill mad people to do what you want. Da, 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 da. So at least it gives you that motivation where we've talked about villains in um, MCU before about, you know, one, they always kill them, which is always true, and so unfortunately. And then two, their motivations are always kind of like eh, sort of, you know. And I think, and I think it was, I think you lost an opportunity with, well, assuming she stays dead. Um, oh, I don't think she's dead. Wanda's not dead. She's not dead. I don't think. Right. <laughs> I, 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 the way she went down would be a good way to introduce Mephisto, but I didn't want. To oh, true, true. So that was something I was going to work my way to. But also, oh, I feel sorry. like if you take her off the board, you yeah. lose an opportunity. So in the books, once you know she, once she, she, you know she snaps and tries to, you know she, she loses, she loses her nut over not being able to sustain having children, keeping the children alive because so what feeds her psychosis in the books is the kids keep dying. Like the illusion keeps falling away and she keeps recreating them and losing them and recreating them and losing them. Um, And that's what makes her snap. Mm -hmm. Um, And so eventually everybody, so once she, she rehabilitates herself, like, you know, her and Xavier work together. He, he, you know, he does a little mental projection thing and helps her write her mind. But now she's lost trust. Nobody on the Avengers trusts her. Right. And I think that would be a great thing to have, like a great plot point to sort of uh, explore 
later if on down the back. line. Nobody mm. trusts her because she's done. She's done what she did in Westview. She's done what she did in Doctor Strange two, nearly destroying all universes. To just not It's not yeah. no kid. I think we should. Horizons. There, she 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 did a few things that were irredeemable in that movie, and I think that that's going to have to be addressed if she does come back. She murdered. That's what I'm saying. I think that would be a good thing. So so we talk about people that's irredeemable. Like first of Hawkeye should be in jail. (laughs) (laughs) It was different times. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, but it it was she's not going to be brought. She's not going to be brought to justice. But what I was trying to get at earlier was. I think they should have kept making her the villain because we do need to flesh out that House of M thing to show how she thought and how she felt she was right. Because I don't think we missed an opportunity, but like it could have been fleshed out a little bit longer. She could have been a villain a little bit longer. It seems like now she's redeemed herself um, by I saying think she's I'm in a the self- middle. I feel yeah. like she's in the middle. No, now. yeah, no one, no one's yeah. gonna trust her, obviously. Yeah. But like she, she's on this redeeming arc now. Like yeah. we don't look at her as a villain because she righted the wrong. She was like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna destroy myself. I'm gonna destroy this. I know what I did was wrong, and I don't want nobody else to touch it. Where I feel like in the House of M, she was just pure fuckery. You know what I'm saying? Like really, you know, really? Well, that, well, that, that's just Agatha says she's gonna come back to her. So you never know. Like you never know. I, so, I don't th- yeah, I don't think yeah, she's. I gotta also remember that Disney is gonna not let let it go all the way to, to that yeah. to that version. Yeah. So I was talking to Dwayne about this too. This is another small gripe that I have. And this is me, my bring make Hulk great again uh, <laughs> argument is that when they mentioned um, the uh, Baxter building and then they talked about the Illuminati, mm-hmm. we all know what the Illuminati did to the Hulk. Reference right. in Thor Ragnarok. He got sent mm-hmm. to the planet Sakaar. They had a bomb on the ship. Ship blew up his future wife. Hawk came back and wanted answers and was like... Wife and unborn kid. Wife and unborn unborn kid. kid. So this is why I was a little peeved after Thor Ragnarok, because that's supposedly World Breaker Hulk right here. And he's been Mm -hmm. nerfed. And And that that definitely, I agree, that was definitely a lost opportunity. They they, they overpowered Captain Marvel. They overpowered... They finally did uh, Wanda Wright, making Mm -hmm. her what she really is. We need to bring back Hulk, man. Like this Amadeus Cho version of Hulk with the glasses and leisure suit. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, I, think, I think She Hulk, hopefully, that's when they, they write the wrong. So we'll see. Yeah. We got to bring that comes out. Yeah, no, I think that, that's good. Yeah, that might be, that, I, honestly, that might be a good idea. Like if they use She Hulk to kind of bring that in as well. Yeah. But you're right. They, they, they definitely nerfed Hulk, especially when it comes because, like, you know, World Breaker Hulk was like a legit. Is it, we were supposed to get Gladiator with the Hulk. He, 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 he beat Sentry. <laughs> he beat the snot out you of You know Sentry. what's tough with Hulk, though? Like, you need those villains to go up against him. And Marvel didn't have him yet. So. He married to Disney. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't, exactly. I don't know what he's going to do. He's fighting Hulk in part one. Cam so. brings up a great point. You know, that whole, that whole World Breaker Hulk um, and, and and the aftermath of that, when he returns to Earth to confront Tony Stark and the heroes who sent him away, man, oh my lord, that that's easily one of the best Hulk storylines in Dude. twenty years, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, it, it harkens back to an Avengers storyline where Bruce separates himself from the Hulk, and it's just raging Hulk mm-hmm. like destroying all of Mexico. And it takes East Coast <laughs> Avengers, Cam's favorite, the West Coast Avengers. Um, <laughs> To the, it takes literally the entire roster to bring him down. Yep. Side note, 
I would watch that movie. I think I'm, I'm, I'm having good good hopes that they do if they do a Fantastic Four, Four movie that they do Doctor Doom justice. They, they, it sounds like Kang's going to be a problem. Thanos was a problem. Wanda was a problem. Doctor Doom is if they do it right, yeah, is no, a I, major. Problem. I I actually I actually think they will. I think they will. The yeah. one yeah. thing about Marvel yeah. is they like. One of the things that when I was working there that the two things I realized was one, they really like Fantastic Four and they really like Captain Marvel. Those are their oh, two. Wow. Like Captain Marvel, I don't, I tried, I tried. Like I actually read Shout all out the to stories. Monica Rambeau. Yo, exactly. So I read, I read all the stories. Danvers is a boring ass character. I have a whole rant about that. But but for, for um, Marvel internally, they You've never really mentioned like, that before. They, <laughs> they really like they really like Fantastic Four as like their flagship. Like even when X Men was mixed selling more, Avengers started selling more. Like Fantastic Four is their baby. So part of the Fox deal was like getting that. So I can see them really making sure that. And then also the way we got they got that shitty Doctor Doom from before. I think that I think they're really going to try to like make sure that Doctor Doom gets to do justice because I think I think. The Krasinski nod was actually pretty smart because that's kind of like, okay, hey, we're listening to you guys. We yeah. see what you're saying. So, who are the fans saying for Doctor Doom? Um, Let me look that up. While you I, don't yeah, I, don't yeah. I don't think I anybody's know. really. I don't think there's been much fan casting about that. Okay, another thing. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I almost felt like they should have de-aged Professor X. He looked. He he needs to retire for the part. <laughs> Need a I mean, no. Patrick Stewart that way. Sir, <laughs> Sir, Sir Patrick Stewart is finishing up the last of his acting gigs. And yeah, so so and, and, I, I, and I like chilling chillin in Brooklyn with his with his nice wifey and enjoying his life. I like Fassbender Magneto. I think they should age him and let him play Magneto, the older version. Uh, I don't know oh, who's yeah. gonna play. Don- they can't bring back. Yeah, not their. Yeah, not they can't bring. No. Yeah, they can't bring nah. Gandalf back to play Magneto. <laughs> no. uh, um, <laughs> Also, what would be super meta since we're in the multiverse? This is my nerd coming out. Bring back, bring back alternate universe Chris Evans as the, the Human Torch. That would actually be hilarious. Just meta, just yeah, a meta. That would be interesting. That would be hilarious. Just that like they did uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that, that would be really funny. Cool. That, I would, I would like that. Yeah, I, I would, yeah. That would be that really would, uh, Why not Michael B. Jordan? Jordan? Prefer the Joe Multi. <laughs> I mean, come on. Why not Michael B. Jordan? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, man. Slow down, sir. Let's have I know. Watch that, I know. Oh, that that right right now. Terrible. Hey, whoa, Michael whoa. B. Jordan whoa. is Killmonger. Last beamer right now, <laughs> Chris Evans, not Captain whoa. America? He, he, he is. Oh, we recognize the first. Even Torch. The first of his name. The only Chris we can recognize is not Human Torch, the first of his name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know who else played Human Torch in the Fantastic Four movies. Uh, It'll be interesting. One from 94. Jesus so, Christ. So now I will say this. Now, with the we had the, we had the spoilers and stuff. Uh, it was a nice nod with uh, Captain Marvel being a Rombo. That shit was dope. Um, uh, I was actually... I remember this. I was actually surprised because... You know, when we do, we're, we're talking about what if we all enjoyed the parts of what ifs that were really good and all that kind of stuff. And so I think that it was interesting. Like I was a little I kind of wish they didn't bring in the what if type people into this movie because I because like I kind of agree with D'Angelo where it's like, yo, let what if be what if like it's an anthology. They can just have fun with it. It, does, it doesn't impact anything else. So by doing that, I felt it felt almost a little cheap because like I wasn't really as excited about seeing Haley, uh, Haley Atwell as like Captain Britain. I was kind of like, eh, I guess. I mean, and she's then, like the souped up version of Black Widow. What is she going to do against a metahuman? 
pretty much. And it's kind of like, so I, it's like, I just, I, I didn't really need to have a, any people from what if into this movie. Like I didn't, we've already seen this parts of these multiverses. Give me some new little, little droplets. Like, you know, I mean, like, they, I, they I, did I the same thing with Spider-Man though. Yeah. Like we got the same, we, we had the animated film and they brought it to life. So maybe that's their say- new MO. See, I, I will say seeing Black Bolt was actually pretty cool for Phil yes, series he's a part of. I thought that was like, okay, at least they're giving him kept the same continuity. They're giving yeah. him his that character some justice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also by killing and also by and killing him kind of like oh the way they killed him off was purely a middle finger to Jeff Loeb. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and it was, and it was almost like, okay, now we, now we, we've, we've now killed this we've character from this. Killed off the. This does not matter movie. at all. Now we're going. Now we're going for the X Men. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, for the X Men, and so that's that not, so that that's what I took from that. I took back. I took that was like a Zach is like yeah, Faggy cannot stand Lord with his, oh, with a passion. Quick question. Who's the extra seat on the Illuminati? Not that they matter as much. I but think it was Strange. Strange was or strange. Iron Man or, okay, or yeah, Black Panther. The, 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 rumor, the rumor was they wanted Tom Cruise to play an Iron Man character, and I just didn't, didn't happen. I don't want that. Uh, oh, so that was a nice part of it. That was snuffed. I'm the, you, I, you know how I feel about Tom Cruise, man. No, we don't need that. Yeah, um, I, or the other rumor was it was like a um, uh, a nod to uh, T'Challa um, for Chadwick Boseman or something like that. Like it was like, oh. that, those are the two rumors. I don't know if the yeah. official See, is in the comics. So, Black Panther, Namor, uh, right. Doctor Strange, Professor X, and Iron yeah. Man were were part of the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. Professor X, so Captain America, yeah. Captain America, and they the right wiped his mind, and then Beast came through after later. But yeah, yeah. So I think so so the rumor, the article, rumor was. Oh, go ahead. I read an article uh, yesterday. Saying that uh, the writer wanted Tom Cruise in it, and it was just he was in the middle of filming Maverick. Mission Impossible Twenty Five or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Maverick's been done oh, for like two man, years. Now. That almost happened. Just disturbing. So it could have happened. He wanted. We, the guy. we didn't need Tom Cruise unless nope. he was playing something that you couldn't recognize him, like in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So now no, the only way it would have worked, just like so, what you just said. So let's go back to our brother Mordor, who <laughs> yo, I like that whole sequence just because it was just funny. And it like I actually chuckled the, through the whole like the banter yeah. and the fight. Like, I mean again, it's not it's not a scene that we needed, but it was fun and it, it like it brought like a, a, a almost, almost a moment of, of uh levity to the kind of darker story of it. Hold and, on. Um, what happened to him? He, got, he was just stuck in the ground. He's just chilling. He just stuck. He <laughs> stuck yelling. He couldn't get out. Jackson was stuck. I mean, we, we, everyone else is dead, so he's about to be the only person in the Illuminati now. So. Well, uh, well smart. smart. I, don't, I don't know if Captain Mar- Marvel is dead. She's just too powerful to be crushed by a statue, so she's yeah, probably unconscious. Yeah, that was uh, weird. Mordo yeah. had closure because in the first Doctor Strange, we thought he was going to come back as like some supervillain and raise hell. Yeah. And in this universe, he was just like... It gave closure. It's like, okay, I had yeah. beef with you in this world, but in this, I have a different beef with you, unrelated, and I still want right. to kill you, but for different yeah. reasons because yeah. you're a threat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's Mordo for the next movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because his Mordo yeah. is still out there. Like he's yeah. still that's true out there doing his thing, and he so, does hate Strange and wants to kill him for the same reason. Yeah, and I hope and I hope they don't give him the uh, the same Tyler Perry uh, cornroll slash uh, dreadlocks. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I hope they just give him a nice cut so he could be uh, natural. Just saying, uh, just putting that out there into the universe. <laughs> um, 
uh, I like the the touch of the Ultron too. I thought that was really cool. Uh, that was cool. Right? That was cool. Yeah. Um, but like, I think again, I think Strange had nice touches throughout. I think it was like one of those things where, and um, and surprisingly, the addition of America Chavez as a character in it was not annoying. And that was one thing that I was actually I was thinking it was going to be because usually when you have a teenage character in, there's always gonna be some type of annoyance, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But I thought that she actually was, was fine for the narrative, kept pushing things along. Yeah. And and you saw the development and characterization. And then with her introduction into MCU, that now almost completes all of the young Avengers now at, at some point, because now you have Wanda's two kids, you have America Chavez, you have Kate Bishop, you have Eli, which is a um, uh, black Captain America's uh, grandson. And then all you really need basically to be the original story is young Kang to come in. So if they wanted to do Young Avengers, they have all the pieces already introduced in, in the background of MCU, which to their if they do that to their credit as a comic book nerd, that was done pretty well. So mm-hmm. I thought like, and I, yeah, and I they like they got the pieces set up in place already. They could actually do Jonathan King and not even and Jonathan Majors could yep. get someone else. Yep. He's, he's not that older, but you know he's going to. So, wait, so, so wait, 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 hold on, because didn't uh, 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 God, John Krasinski's character, Mister Reed Fantastic. Richards, Reed yep. Richards. Didn't he mention his son, which is Nathan? King? Yeah, he did. Nathaniel. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like Nathaniel so. King. Yeah, so then they could do so the because he the, can't be on that show because yeah, so, he's too yeah, he's way yeah, he's way he's just, way yeah. he would have killed Scarlet Witch if he showed up. Basically, yeah. um, true, but true. and then also with the introduction of Miss um, Marvel and then Riri is going to have her show soon. So there's they have pieces that if they wanted to do a kid a, a freaking kid like team up with Young Avengers type joint, it actually could do it. It actually might be interesting. Um, the the other aspect I was going to say in general too was now that we have I, I think this past like year to two years of Marvel movies it's been a very interesting thing because they're not like super dope but they're not like whack they're like in this right. weird realm where it's pushing the narrative along it's pushing things along like Black Widow we didn't need that Black Widow movie but if you watched it it was actually entertaining it was actually a fine I I, I don't I wouldn't recommend it like hey you need to watch it but it, I actually enjoyed it like Florence oh, yeah. Pugh, it's a one and done like oh, yeah, yeah, one and done. Done. Yeah. Yeah, if, exactly. if, if you're into Marvel you're gonna Yep, fulfill yep. the the checklist off and watch it at least exactly. one time. Right. It's exactly. on the bottom tier of MCU movies. Yeah, I still yeah. wish that movie had come ten years, uh, about five years sooner, because I Scarlett Johansson was just not into that movie at yeah, all. Yeah, you know, and 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 uh, and uh, what's his name? Harbor, David Harbor. Oh, they were having the time of their lives. They were, oh, yeah. No, Florence Pugh was having so much fun. Like she technically, so. they should have brought out Black Widow before they brought out all the superheroes, mm-hmm. just so we can have some backstory with her. If yeah. like how we do Agents of Shield, it's not about the main characters; it's about the little stars, and we yeah, can follow right. her and Hawkeye, yep. her yep. sister. It's the ground level, these, the ground yeah, level, ground level yeah, like exactly. you know. So that that would be cool if and they did even, it before the introduction of all the bigger players. Yeah, and I don't give them uh, on a sort of outside level, I don't give them credit for the whole efforts of diversity because that movie wouldn't come about if Wonder Woman hadn't happened. So, yeah. you know, it was it was mm-hmm. talked about for years and that's yeah. why it felt like a, a afterthought. And yeah. that's, I think it was fun again, you but you have to be committed to the Marvel uh, uh, narrative machine to really enjoy that film because I sat there and I was like, this is good. But if I wasn't into Marvel, this would be 
Yeah, what do you care about? Would I be watching? Wait, you said black. You said black widow was good. I said I thought no, Captain Marvel. Or uh, no, I said Black Widow. Yeah, you, know, right. you have to be into Marvel to enjoy that film. Otherwise, it's just kind of like a blank slate kind of film. Yeah, no. I, and then and now if you take a like say something like Shang Chi, where like say you didn't watch any Marvel movies, but then you watch Shang Chi Cold, you can absolutely just enjoy it on its own. You can enjoy it on a face value. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I and I actually I rewatched it uh, recently because I was like, oh, I haven't you know I just want to check it out for a second time. And actually, it was almost better. This, on the second rewatch, and yeah, I can't get it. I can't get into it. Really? It, it was okay to me. It was like eh, it, it was off my checklist. It was like that. Mm. Etern- it, it's not the worst offender. No, no, I thought no. you just said Eternals. I'm like, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. See, <laughs> Eternals is just one and done. I watched the bootleg version, and I had to watch a regular version of it just just so I can see it clearly. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it could be a cool story, but this ain't it. Like, yeah. I'd rather read the comics than watch it. High concept, and it just fell yeah. right off. Yeah, yeah I rewatched it recently. Jokes were off. Just thought some, you know, is it as yeah. bad as I remember? And yeah, it kind of. <laughs> yeah, it looked, it looked beautiful, <laughs> but yeah, they just stand. Yeah, that was one of those things where it's like, yo, you, <laughs> what do you really want to do? You want a, a Star Wars movie? All right, well, do this first. Yeah, drink the baby's blood, and now we'll give you your Star Wars movie. <laughs> right? Yeah, because Eternals was just. I mean, and then you think about now, DC re- should be regretting ending New Gods because it's like, man. if they had done new, if they would do new New Gods, like, come on, they would have easily topped it. Yeah, because the New Gods are so much better as a story yep. than the Eternals. So, yeah. and the route that that they were going with Ava DuVernay and um and what's his name, Tim King. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tim King was a man. Yeah, right. That would have been that. like with Tim King's hand in that thing, guiding somebody yes. like Ava DuVernay. And that's the thing. This that thing, Ava, Ava, Ava needs Ava needs a Tim King to, to she did, make right. her better. Thank you. You took Ava the word right herself, out of my mouth. I've been like, nah, but because Tim yep. King is dope, she needs a she needs a good writer to kind of get yep. her to like she needs Ava somebody, by herself. She needs, good, she needs somebody depending who's on the topic. To rain in yeah, it depends her. on the topic, bro. Like, that's I'm not sure if biggest Ava DuVernay fan track record fantasy. Chloe's out. Chloe's out. Okay, see, she. Probably, I mean, has she directed an action film? Nah, yeah. I think that was her no, first. That was the problem. See that that explains it, like that, because you could tell even the first big sequence where um, I think it's what's oh, her yeah. name, Cersei and uh, Jon Snow walking down the um, <laughs> you know, river walk, and then all of a sudden, uh, yeah, I called? fell asleep during that scene. <laughs> What are the creatures called? You guys are the Marvel. The, the, the That's deviant. how bad it is. We uh, the the deviant, yeah, the deviant, and all of a sudden the deviants attack. It's like uh, that was, yeah. there was no build up to that at all. I was honestly just like tapping it right now. They just went through the whole history. They walking along the street and here comes a deviant. Like, what's going on? Yeah. That, that exactly. story was told too fast. It's better as a comic. Um, you really If it was the 90s, it would have been an amazing film, but yeah. after yeah. what Marvel has done, it's just like, nah, it's and, not up to the on, And honestly, too, the, the story of the Eternals, we all, like, if you guys don't, like, you know, whatever, whatever for the audience, but like, Kirby was basically doing New Gods at DC at the time. 
It was mm-hmm. this whole fantastical thing, idea, high concept, da, 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 super, super dope. And then the book gets canceled after 12 issues, I want to say, or something around that thing. And he was pissed because he, he got to write it. He got to draw it. And this is right after he left Marvel. Him and Stan Lee had a big uh, uh, fallout, whatever, whatever. And so then he wanted to finish his story. So then he went back to Marvel and created the Eternals, which is basically his new God's concept for Marvel. And then, then that was it. And so then over the years, literally 20, 30, 40 years, Eternals have just been kind of just like these things that's around, but like not a really solid good story until Neil Gaiman came over told a really dope story. And it was, he made a, a very definitive where like, I don't care about the Eternals at all. No Gaiman story. Okay. Now I care. And so, and then, and then that's why I was, I was surprised that they were going to do an eternal story because I'm like, there's not really much there, there. Like they did, they took, they took, they took guardians of the galaxy, a bunch of characters that no one fucking cares about and made people care about them. They they took eternals and they did a bunch of characters that no one even knows about. And everyone was like, huh? (laughs) If they had done it in space and made it a cosmic adventure, then it would have worked a lot better, but they brought them to Earth, and now they have to create this convoluted story about all this time, why yep. they didn't interfere with Thanos. Like, mm-hmm. the whole plot was created from a very convoluted concept. Yeah. Like, wait, 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 hold on. Thing. The, the, that one black dude that could build bad shit didn't help the slaves? All right. I'm telling you, <laughs> movies always come down to the villain. If you have a terrible villain, the movie's not going to be good. Right. You don't even remember the name, the Deviants, whatever they were. Like, the Deviants. That's if you have right. a bootleg villain, the movie's going to suck. Yeah, and and, and, tr- and truth be told, the Deviants weren't the real villains. It was the Eternals. It was yeah, the- exactly. Yeah. End of the day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like I I think that that still works as a, a good graphic novel. You sit yeah. there and read, and you get into it. And you're like, oh man, the story is layered. It's deep. Yeah. But as a as a two hour, two and a half hour movie where you tell the whole story of these powerful beings that were just dormant on Earth while Hanging out. all this crazy <laughs> stuff was happening, y'all didn't do anything until yep. this happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, that missed me with that. Because why wouldn't the Celestials interfere with Thanos if they knew he could potentially destroy their infant? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Why would they allow Earth to any harm to come to Earth if they know that there is a celestial that needs to be born? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would say the one thing about Eternals that helped was like the the way they portrayed the uh, celestials was dope. I love that. Uh, And that that was something that was like it it gave you a grand, epic, cosmic scale. Yes. You're like the scale of it is like, oh, shit. Like, Like, that's something that I I will give them credit. 100%. And I would say the Celestial was amazing. Yeah. I would say design wise, that was the thing that I like. Like, I like the the film was beautiful and it had a a scale of it that was good. But you're right with that, that, that level of, um, like, you know, convoluted story and everything else. Now, bringing it back to Doctor Strange, with the introduction of the multiverse and all this other randomness, um, I was actually, as Josh was saying, I actually was entertained at the end of the day where I was kind of like, yo, I was actually enjoying it. Like, uh, as it was going through and, like, all the different pieces that kind of came in, the banter of it, the different types of aspects of it, you know, um, even, you know, even the parts of just, you know, showing, like, the Illuminati, quote-unquote, and... And even the resolution of it too, like I like, you know, Wong was awesome in it, and um, like I said, America Chavez was cool, and, it, and it, but I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I think 
it, it felt it had that same almost one and done kind of feel like I might. I mean, I'll watch it a second time because I try to watch at least all of them at least twice. But I didn't feel like, oh, man, it's something I would like rewatch over and over again or something to that effect. You know, I yeah. think and that's been the kind of the theme for a lot of Marvel movies in the last maybe like two to three years where it's like it's cool, but it's not like. I can't like, oh man, you get you totally have to see this. And, and I know other people, uh, you know, we have our uh super fanboys that were like, oh, this is better than Spider-Man. I'm like, slow down, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. I give you guys all of that. I, I would watch Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness again simply because I, I enjoy the supernatural. My, my favorite things in comic in both DC Marvel or Marvel is the either the supernatural stuff or the cosmic stuff. So like anytime that is on display and if it's done well, and this was done well, it wasn't, it wasn't like, again, I expected more. And that's a rare time where I kind of put my expectations for what this would be a little higher than I normally do. Sam Raimi, it's the sequel to Doctor Strange. It's got, it's got all this, like almost five years of, almost near 10 years of build up. So I was expecting it to be scaled up a little bit more. But other than that, it works. It's it's a fine Marvel entry. Like, you can't say it's a bad movie. No. No, it was, yeah, it was a bit campy. Uh, I have an argument about whose story was it. Was it Doctor Strange or Wanda's story? I'm starting to lean it was Wanda's story and Strange was featuring it in his own movie. But that's that's just my personal thing, how the, the direction of the, the movie was going. Um I thought I gave it a seven. It's very watchable. It's enjoyable. I spent money. I think it's worth if you're a Marvel fan, even if you're not a Marvel fan, but kind of curious, it's worth going to see in the theaters. You won't uh, feel like you wasted your money. Yeah, no, I, I, but I, I came out. I was like, yeah, it, it wasn't bad. It was cool. Um, it's not the best, but it was like very likable. And uh, it was kind of a pleasant surprise to see Sam Raimi behind it because I was not expecting that either. I didn't know who I went in cold. I didn't know who was behind what. I just knew it was Doctor Strange. I want to see the continuation of his story. I'm also like you. I like the cosmic supernatural in in comics because I, I love Constantine in the yeah. DC universe. And yeah. so I was like, okay, this kind of has that yeah. Constantine feel. And um, I enjoyed it. And I, I like Doctor Strange. Like I, you guys are talking about how you guys got into Doctor Strange. I got into Doctor Strange from a video game. And I was like, oh, this dude looks sick. And I wanted to see more about him. And then I found out more about him by reading about him. I never really peeped him in the comics, but I you heard know, about like, him more, more about the video game. I think I got, I, I found Doctor Strange the same way. Was it the um, X-Men Marvel versus Capcom game? Yep. That's exactly how I knew found out about Doctor Strange. And then I went back and looked and found out he was a Marvel character. Because back then a lot of Marvel characters were scattered and you and they were being used and you didn't even know that they were associated with Marvel. Like that Punisher with Dolph, Dolph Lundgren uh from the early nineties. <laughs> my my favorite Punisher movie, even though it's bad, I love it. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I will watch that, rewatch that every time it comes on. Which one? No, you got to watch Punisher. Oh, War. With Warzone? Dolph, with, Dolph Lundgren. No, Dolph no, Lundgren. the original. Oh, the original. Oh, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, but but the they, <laughs> truth be told, the best Punisher is the one with um, what's the guy that played uh the 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 one of the Tom Thomas. No, 
No, no, no. They kill more people in the first like seven minutes than all the punish movie punisher movies combined. <laughs> when I was glorious, <laughs> I mean, so I was like, oh, this is the punisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the punisher. And the but, director... my, but my favorite is is the Netflix version. I oh, yeah, that was okay. oh yeah. Cool. Not, yeah, yeah. John Burn Burnthal. Just kills yeah. it. Yeah, nah, he, he killed it. it. And then it was funny because I uh, I was reading um kind of with, with Charlie Cox and um and Daredevil. Yeah. And it was kind of like the same kind of thing where they're kind of like, yo, Marvel recognizes that like they are fan favorites. Oh, and yeah. so it's like they're not stupid about that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like right. that door, that door is open if they were in a just yeah. like like when when this Daredevil series comes in, which I think what's gonna happen is probably um that Echo series that they're gonna do will probably be a backdoor for like Punisher and Daredevil, and just kind of kind of re-enter mm. that like Marvel that Marvel Knights situation. Yeah, it seems like they're not planning on using them for solo series. Like that would just feel like a recreation of what happened instead of just having them exist as characters yeah. in the world. Who will Which is perfect? You might perfect. see them show up in a Blade or in a, or such and such. And I thought that was good because that's yeah. how Kingpin kind of show. Oh, we don't need to explain the connection between this and the Netflix world. He's been in New York. He's in the kitchen. He's still the kingpin. That's all we need. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. That's all we want. Who, 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 who meta could be Thor in a multiverse because he was Thor in the movie Adventures of Babysitting. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious! Could be a meta, meta wow. multiverse. That's a deep cut. Wow. That's, a, that's a that's a. I was born between seventy eight and eighty one. Cut. Adventures <laughs> <laughs> of babies, uh, babysitting. Wow. So I would say to wrap it up to get you know I'll, I'll go around the room just to kind of see everyone's score on a score a uh, score for it, and then also I would ask you know where does Marvel go from here. And also, what do you actually like? Again, I know people are starting to get that like superhero fatigue as it's starting to set in. And I, I laugh because every time that happens, we'll watch something and we're like, damn, all right, they kind of keep doing it though. <laughs> so, because uh, it's not Marvel, you can't just blame Marvel. Like, it's yeah, super, they're the leading force, but there's DC is making shit ton of superhero content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking mediocre shit. Um, so I would say overall, what do you guys give Doctor Strange uh, as a score? We'll start with Dwayne first. Uh, damn it! <laughs> I, I, I'm give you. I'm, I'm in between a seven and a seven point five. Um, I got it on again while we were doing this, but I'll give it. A, I'll give it a seven point five. I enjoyed the film throughout. I wasn't bored while I was watching it. It was entertaining. Is it a film I'm going to watch multiple times? Yes, I have it on again on bootleg, but... Um, <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I think it pushed the story forward. We've seen a different element of Strange. We're getting more into the cosmos. So I think Marvel, what they're doing is just kind of showing us another chapter. Is it one of their best? No, but it's not a terrible film. Yeah, Put it that definitely. way. Uh, D, what do you think? I got. I have to agree with Dwayne and on his rating, and that I I think for me it's a it falls between a seven and a seven point five. Um, I if I watch it again, it could rise to an eight depending on how I feel overall. But I, I think it's going to end up staying in that area. Um, 
as far as where Marvel goes from here, I'm interested to see. I'm not fatigued out just yet because I think they have a lot of interesting things coming down the pike that we will enjoy, that we want to see, and it would be foolish to pretend otherwise, right? Um, From Doctor Strange, personally, I would like to see a story that focuses more on him because I think the first film, and this is what was weird for me, really quick, just is that they wanted us to care about that relationship between him and Christine. And that wasn't working for me. I did not care about that because I don't think that that was properly developed. Dr. Strange was introduced as a very self-absorbing, uh, self-centered character. Not, And even in the first one, he only gave vague inclinations that he would be, that he wanted to be with Christine long-term. Of course he was attracted to, her. of course they have the, that history but we're ne- we didn't ever see that as much as we kind of got the the bare bones. They're in a relationship. I mean, they they been have a history with each other. They're colleagues. All this stuff. Boom, accidents happen. Boom, he's at Comrade. Uh, boom, you know, it's like it's like all it was. Ha- and then now, where he's at her wedding and he's he's, he's mixed. It was kind of like it was an emotional layer that probably wasn't needed. And I don't know if it worked as well as they hoped for. So I want to see if they do a third film, focus on Dr. Strange as a character and who he is. Um, I think that will, will make the story a lot different. Give him a villain that challenges him on that level. That's why I said, hopefully what happened in this film leads to a Mephisto type of villain or something like that. Definitely. Definitely. Cam, what you thinking? Uh, I, I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm, I don't think I'm gonna rise any higher than that. I'm gonna. It, it is. It has some replayability, but I'm only gonna watch it for little nuggets and Easter eggs and whatnot. Um, I think uh, you guys are kind of hitting nail, uh, hitting on the nail about these movies don't really give more context than Strange himself. I think Episode Four of What If gave the best mm. version of Doctor Strange and his struggle, yeah, and his relationship of really wanting to capture what he had with his 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 girlfriend at the time. Mm. Um, would I want to see this? I don't mind a little mini series of like nuggets, the mini shows, because sometimes I don't need a whole another 10 years to flesh out a story. I know they're going to do that probably with Secret Wars or something like that, but yeah. Uh, I don't want to say I'm fatigued, but like I am curious if they go in uh, other directions with my like I still want to see the minor characters still learn about uh, less popular hole in the wall characters like the Guardians of the Galaxy and whatnot. I think that's cool. I don't know need to see another Hulk, Avengers, Thor, maybe maybe Thor. Thor has some interesting things going on with him that I'm probably interested in because he's trying to find himself and whatnot. So I'm more into those type of things and the short stories. I still like Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. as far as the concept. Again, minor characters that we don't know about. I want Marvel to go in that direction. Um, Maybe it opens it up for some animation. Until then, this is why DC still has... Uh, they can still I can still post bill for DC animation because their DC animation will take it there. They will yeah. go dark. They will oh. hit on story. So um, yeah. with that said, yeah, I just uh, saw Batman ate a burrito. So I love I love DC, but stop with the Batman film. Yeah. So so uh with that said, there were elements of Doctor Strange that I didn't think needed to be like the Illuminati was cool, but they didn't really add nothing to the story. It was just fan uh fan yeah. service. Yeah. Uh cool. 
Um, but they do need to flesh out Doctor Strange, give him some depth a little bit more. We don't really get that. Like Iron Man was a drunk. You know, we got elements of that. Doctor Strange is going through some things. He has an easy ego. He's narcissistic. Um, but they really lightly touch on that. With that said, these are minor infractions because uh, I never expected much from Doctor Strange. Again, I got familiar with Doctor Strange from a video game and I started to do a little bit of homework. I think it's pretty cool. They're going in this direction, the cosmic type stuff. Let's play on that. Uh, I give it a strong seven. There's room for maybe a seven three, but I'm not going to rank it that high. There's not much to go on from these two movies to say, oh, this is going to be better if I watch it a second time. Yeah. And then, uh, Josh, what you thinking? Um... I'm going to go a little higher than the rest of the room. I'm going to give it an eight. I thought you were say um, nine. <laughs> I had fun. I, had that, I, I, I gave it an eight because I had that much fun watching the movie. That's, that's really what I remember. And I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about like Xavier popping up. Like, I was geeked for that, but I can separate that chunk of it from the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, I think just the deep cuts that it made in Marvel in Marvel lore really kind of drew me in. As a Marvel nerd, that really spoke to me in a different type of way. Um, I think flipping Wanda to like a full-on villain worked for me. I liked Sam Raimi's again, Sam Raimi light beer. It wasn't like a full-on it wasn't a full-on um, uh, Phantasmagora type movie that he's known for. Mm-hmm. But it's been on. It was great. I I, I liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. It wasn't a ten, but it was solid. It, yeah, it was. It was solid. Yeah, I I, th- I think um, just uh, really just adding to what Josh was saying that it it's not offensive and it is fun. I think those things that it did well worked well. You know, yeah, one hundred percent, and I, that, yeah. that's why it looked like well. Yeah. yeah, and I I would say like overall, like that's the thing I would say in general. Like I I, I kind of agree. With, we're all on the same board where it's like, it's in that seven to seven and a half realm. We're like, oh, you know, I might watch it again, might give it an eight, but like, they, it did what it was supposed to do. It expanded mm-hmm. the universe. It pushed the narrative along. It gave me some new, you know, little nuggets here and there. And it was like an enjoyable experience. So it's like, yep. you don't, like you said, you don't feel like you wasted your money. You had you enjoyed yourself. And then you got to see some fun stuff, good fan service. And I think that's one of the good things that I thought that was like in general, in general. So I think Marvel's in that good space where it's like, I'm curious to see what they do with their other things, not movie related, like their whether they start going more with what if in the uh, second season of uh, the animations, what yeah. they do with their TV shows. Like, I'm really curious to see how they kind of push that because I think that's where they're going to have more fun to kind of push things along. Um, we didn't really talk about Moon Knight in this situation, but I, I haven't watched it yet. I've heard mixed reviews, but I'm really curious to see how they keep going with their TV offerings and what they do with yeah. So and so again, with, you know, uh, I always refer to that group of characters as Marvel Knights and Marvel Knights is pretty much uh, Punisher, Daredevil, Moon Knight, Blade. Uh, Doc Strange is in it for a hot second. But at, those are those characters that was like a little bit more adult, a little more interesting. So I think there's a there's a lane for Marvel to kind of keep pushing in this realm. We're like, hey, we can we could do a subset of, of offerings that are more quote unquote adult and have more and more fun. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Baby Sage out there. <laughs> yeah, watching the trailers, I thought um, Scarlet Witch. I thought it was the zombie one from What If? Because yeah. he's like sort of blood. I right. was totally mm-hmm. confused. Uh, but when you saw the film, I'm like, oh, okay, it wasn't. Yeah, that. they did a good. They did. A, I thought they did a good job, um, red herring wise, with the trailers too. Like they really yeah, did a good job of. 
I, I didn't know who the villain was gonna be, so I was curious. Yeah, they, they gave me a red herring with that zombie strange. I was like, oh, that's the evil Doctor Strange. Me too. Like, I was thinking the same thing. Like, uh, the the one from What If? Like, yeah. right, he's going crazy. I was exactly. That that definitely kind of was like, ah, you know, like yeah, you know, the prophecy of the Scarlet Witch. That yeah. didn't do anything for me. Like, you could have um, you could have taken that completely out of the movie, and it would have still worked. Yeah. Oh, when she, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the last thing I would say too is um, the cutscene was with Charlize Theron with um, Clea, who's basically yes. his girlfriend. And so and your mama's niece. Yeah. And so that could actually. I thought it was Psylocke for, for a moment. I'm like, what? <laughs> when did she get these powers? Because I saw yep. the purple. I'm just like, oh, okay. Right. So, so that could be interesting. Like that could be fun. Like it, it, it could be like some some cool stuff. Like I, if they if they do it some, some a solid proper thing, it could be actually pretty fun. So um, and this, yeah, role, this role for her is a middle finger to DC because apparently they were trying to cast her as Wonder Woman's mother. She was like Wonder oh, Woman's mother. Oh, that's right. Like, Wonder Woman, that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Eh? <laughs> Damn. Like, yo, I mean, I realize I'm 50, but nah, yeah. son. <laughs> you not see my Atomic Blonde audition? <laughs> I actually enjoyed that film. Oh, man, it, it's the best of the uh, skinny white women throwing people around films. Like, <laughs> wow. hey, which, which movie? You enjoyed? Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. There's like there's literally like seven versions of like seven that Germany. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's true. Berlin. That, yeah. And that's yeah. the best. That's it's probably true. the best one. Like there's the the Jennifer Garner one, and then there's the uh, the freaking uh, um, what's her name? Uh, she was Batwoman. Uh, oh, what's I the one from? Um, yeah, I was talking about. She uh, was Rose, in uh, X Men as well. Rose. Rose, yeah, Ruby Rose. Yeah. What's the other one from X Men? Red Sparrow. Oh. Sparrow. Uh, is it Sparrow? Red Sparrow. Red? Oh, Ruby so Rose Rose had one too. Yep. Ruby Rose was in X Men. No, no, no. no. She had her own. Like, <laughs> no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about. Um, Let's talk about Jennifer the, the, Lawrence. That's what I'm thinking yeah. about. Yeah, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It was a you know skinny white woman is throwing around big dudes movies that are just going violent when or not. Peppermint like, wasn't too Peppermint. bad. Peppermint was actually yeah, not that, that bad. Was, yeah, was surprisingly, I was surprised. Was Peppermint was Peppermint. Was Peppermint. Roots. Uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Atomic Blonde was probably the best one. Peppermint was probably the, the next one after that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Hey, oh, you said blondes. Oh, no. I, so I sound like, hey, why would you, uh, what's her name? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a <laughs> She's legit. She's legit. Gina, what's the Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah. Carano. But this is hey, Maga. The, uh, Damn, did Pe- Lady Maga. Wrong, yo. <laughs> 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 This is way pre-match. <laughs> it looked funnier the second time, though. Like, he ate a spicy yeah. pepper, yo. Oh, my God, everyone, not. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but I would say, um, yeah, it, I would, I'm curious to see what they do with that. And then I think with the introduction of Charlie Theron's character, Clea, that can even open and back up Jamamu, that can open up Mephesto. Like, there's, there's a lot of things that can, with her introduction, yeah, you, you need a, a huge villain for that one. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think that we might get what D's wish is to get that Mephisto in there. Cause I think, like, um, which character are you talking about? For Doctor yeah. Strange. Oh, for the third. For yeah. What's the, because, what's the next Marvel film? Is it is it Thor? It's Thor. Yeah. Thor July, Thor. right? Thor. Yeah. July. And then Black, Black Panther. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Remember, Black you're Panther right. closes out the year. Yeah, because I have a couple of couple folks that are on the crew for that, so I'm curious to see what they. I honestly, I have no idea. And no Guardians of the Galaxy. 
That'll be 2023 yeah. spring, I think. Shit. Something like that. Yeah, they, they, just, they just wrap principal filming and they're going to do all the effects and stuff. So probably next year. So yeah, yeah. Black Panther. I don't know what the hell is going to happen with that. No clue whatsoever. We'll see. It's been it's been really hush hush. Yeah, I'm. I'm Which is good. Yeah, honestly, yep. that's cool. <laughs> if, if, if Namor or freaking Doc Doom shows up as the bad guys, I'm I'm all in. Thumbs Other up. than that, I'm like, I don't know what you guys are gonna do about it. Like, that's just, what they really need to do is step up the villain game. Yeah, one hundred percent. They they have so many great villains in Marvel, and we don't see them now. I mean, and now they have them back in the, for you know Disney owns a lot of them now. So yeah. that's why I said I was like, man, with all the supernatural stuff going on, are we not gonna see Mephisto? Like, when are we gonna mm-hmm. see him? Exactly. <laughs> we, should, we should be seeing some really hardcore villains. Like, I. We we need to see our villain, our all these heroes get their get their ass knocked on for a while. Yeah. The next, I know right. Warlock is going to be in a new Guardian. Agatha Harkness. I don't care about yeah. Agatha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see the Scarlet Witch by Agatha Harkness. <laughs> Come on. Yo, she had the best meme of 2020. She <laughs> did. She did. She killed it. And and not, with all due respect. Uh, Han did a good job. She made that character way more, as we always say, way more interesting than it probably should have been. So, not to the point where she gets her own series because she's got no, no, that's ridiculous. She is, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. that's ridiculous. I still, I still think that that's a long going joke, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's silly, silly, but you're right, though. I think the Marvel's main thing is like the villains, they need to, they just have to like double down. Like, you're right, they have such a rogues gallery of villains that could like uh check all those boxes mm-hmm. and i think it could be super super interesting if they actually go there so that's why we'll, i would love for them to do something with baron zemo because zemo yeah. Should be yeah zemo, that was he was a highlight of a lot of this stuff every time he shows up he's a highlight like yeah you know, like you know, don't undercut him with hum with all that humor though like i you don't need to do thunderbolts you could do what I would like to see is a proper Masters of Evil. That's what I that that would be my uh, my wish list of of uh, Avengers villains, Masters of Evil. I need that in my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. I can definitely see with Zemo at the helm. Yeah, then it'll be that, and that would be actually kind of fun. So, if you take <sighs> down, if you do like a takedown of the event of of the Avengers, like they did back in the day, like in I think in the eighties when Buscemi was still. Um, but not just someone. John Byrne was still drawing the book, man. Yeah, and and so I think that's people a, would not be ready for that level of carnage. And, and you need like like we go back to again. We just we they just need to up their villain game. You know, that's literally yep. the the weakest thing. Like you know, I mean, they have them, but Fox had some of them. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> they so they got now they got them back. back. Yeah. <laughs> from out of you know, like fellas, I gotta tap out real quick, put the kid to bed, but uh, no, yeah, I think chat. we're wrapping up anyway. Yeah, yeah. we out. are, we are. So, yeah, we you know, thanks for listening to us. I ran about the uh, Marvel films and whatnot, it was really, really fun. And this is the table of truth, and we are out. Peace. Peace. Peace.